0: welcome to another episode it's another episode another episode of just another fanboy i'm your host steven and you should rejoice because it's friday i would sing a song about it but i sang a song last friday and so i'm not going to sing a song about it today or maybe i will i mean i thought about it and i decided no there's there aren't gonna there i'm just not gonna sing in this episode at all i'm not gonna do it and then I thought I might as well. It's Friday, come and say hey, eat some hay. That was pretty bad. I'm, I'm not quick with the rhymes at any of the times when I'm eating limes and stuff. Friday is the day that you do the stuff that you want to do, like go and do the things that do not involve your job. Unless you only work Fridays, and that's kind of weird. Wrote that song for you, folks. I wrote it in my head as I was singing. That takes talent. Do you understand that? Do you understand the depth of my talent to just do that without any thought? To just croon from the top of my head? crooning 100%, folks. I like that word, croon. Crooner. Anyway, it's Friday, and today I'm going to talk about Spider-Man issue number two. This is the book that's written by J.J. Abrams and his son Henry, with art by Sarah Pakelli, colors by Dave Stewart. I talked about issue one a few, well, a month ago. I suppose it would be at this point. And so now I'm going to talk about issue number two. Um, a lot of things happened really fast in this issue. I mean, really fast. I, I finished the issue rather quickly, and my first thought was, a lot of things happened really fast. So when the issue opens up, Cadaverous, this big giant hulking robot dude with the human face, he's in some weird chamber, and he's talking to himself about how they'll get their chance to start over again, they have to heal, and... He wants his children to be ready or something like that. And then we go to Ben Parker, Peter and MJ's son. Remember from issue number one, MJ has died. Ben is a ninth grader. He's a freshman in high school, and he's just learned that his dad was Spider-Man. And so he's sitting at this table, and he's talking to his great Aunt May, and he's really upset he does not like his dad at all. He's not a big fan of Peter Parker. And he's really upset that his dad was Spider-Man, that his dad did nothing to save his mom. He blames his dad for all of this. And now he's a freak just like his dad was. And he's really, he's really quite angry at his dad at this point. And I have to kind of wonder during the writing process of this book, how that I'm always interested to know how uh, people write together, how it's done, or, or is Henry and his dad sitting in the same room and just banging out this story? Did Henry come to, to J.J. and say, hey, I got this idea for a Spider-Man story. Here it is. And then J.J. just cleaned it up. I'm just, I'm always interested in that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, but, but, but I got to kind of wonder, this whole Ben hates his dad, did that come from Henry? Is there a little something there? Was J.J. looking at Henry and thinking, are you trying to tell me something, son? I mean, I know I've been off making Star Trek and Star Wars and pretty much anything with the word star in it because that's what I am. I only make movies with the word star in it now because I am a star. And maybe you think I'm ignoring you, but don't you understand that because I'm a star, you're a star too? Maybe that's the conversation they had. I doubt it. And as I'm talking about this, I'm starting to get worried that maybe the boy's name isn't Henry because I, I didn't write anything down. I'm not, you know, I'm not a note taker. Sometimes I take him, sometimes I don't. And so now I'm worried that his name is not Henry. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that I don't like to do. And I'm going to pause here for just a second and go look. Woo-hoo! I was right. I was right. It's Henry. I shouldn't doubt myself. Though I have learned over the years, doubt yourself, man, because you're wrong quite often. And so I only have myself to blame. Anyway, so Peter's very upset about the fact that his dad is Spider-Man. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a special announcement from Cletus Finkelton, special agent in charge of the Federal Bureau of Podcasting Compliance and Informational Accuracy. Hello,
1: this is Cletus Finkelton. I'm the special agent in charge of the Federal Bureau of Podcasting Compliance and Informational Accuracy. Now, we don't like to make it a habit of taking over podcasts like this, but we felt it necessary in this particular situation to ensure that you, the podcast listener, were provided with correct and accurate information. To be honest with you, we here at the Bureau have turned a blind eye, or in this case a deaf ear, for far too long regarding the Just Another Fanboy podcast. But in the end, we could not allow the host to confuse and befuddle his audience any longer without stepping in. In this episode, your host has confused Ben Parker with Peter Parker, and he does so a number of times without apology. While it is virtually impossible for us here at the Bureau to fix what has already been recorded, We felt it best to inform you of the mistake and offer you our most sincerest of condolences. We would like to be able to promise you that future episodes of Just Another Fanboy will be devoid of error, but frankly, Stephen's a bit of an idiot, so such a commitment on our end would be nothing more than an exercise in futility. And for that, we hope you will accept our apologies and find it within your heart to forgive us. Thank you. We will now return you to your show.
0: So Peter's very upset about the fact that his dad is Spider-Man or was Spider-Man and that he's now a freak just like his dad and he doesn't want anything to do with it. Doesn't want anything to do with Spider-Man, doesn't want anybody to know that he's a freak. And here's the thing, at the the first page of this issue was a, you know, previously in Spider-Man, and one of the questions I had in the last issue, an issue number 1, was there's a moment where Peter is confronting a bully and he throws the bully through a classroom door and no one seems to no one seems to think that this is a big deal well according to the previously part of the issue he that that was the first sign for him that he had some kind of powers they didn't really they didn't really do that very well i don't think in the issue but that was his first sign that he had powers he only according to the previously he only meant to push the bully and he, he ended up pushing him through a classroom door, which, again, you think people would be slightly shocked and amazed by that. I don't know if you've ever just slammed into a classroom door that has been closed. They don't, they don't just easily pop off their hinges. And again, and I, can, I cannot stress this enough. It's not as if the door just swung open, like maybe it wasn't fully latched. No, the door was ripped from its hinges and nobody seemed to even blink an eye at it. It's like, "Oh, well, Ben, I'm afraid that you uh threw a threw another student through a door, and while that should be physically impossible, we're just going to ignore that completely. The 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 fact that that you were able to do it. We're going to ignore that. Instead, we're just going to focus on the fact that you did do it and we're going to give you a detention." So while Ben is complaining to Aunt May about his dad, we're seeing some some panels of Peter and he's in some war torn area and he's taking photographs. So that's what that's what Peter does now with his one hand and his hook hand for his other hand, which he lost in the in, you know, fighting cadaverous when Mary Jane died. He takes he goes to these these places and he takes pictures for, I'm assuming, a newspaper. So he's still working. He's still working as a photographer. So Ben goes to school the next day and he is uh, he's looking at pictures of Spider-Man on his phone. And this girl, Faye, whom he met in detention, comes up behind him and surprises him. And he grabs his phone so tight that he cracks the screen. And uh, she's like really excited to talk to him because she she's just found out that he's the one that pushed the bully through the door. Again, she doesn't seem to be amazed by the fact that he was able to do it. She just likes that he did it because he is someone who stands up for truth, justice, and the American way. And she says, hey, why don't you give me your address and I'll, and I'll come to your house? And he says, oh, okay. And so he's back at home. He's got the Spider-Man costume in the uh, the barbecue grill and he set it on fire because he doesn't want Faye to, to learn anything about the fact that his dad was Spider-Man. He's in any way associated with Spider-Man that he's got superpowers he thinks he's a freak she but when she shows up she's dressed head to toe in a costume and she calls herself the marker so i was a little thrown off by this at first but she she takes him she says uh do you, do you have something that you can wear to hide your identity and aunt may seems to just go along with this you know she doesn't seem concerned about the fact that here is young ben's date showing up head in in a head to toe costume that covers her face and she's like, let's go. We're, we're going to go out. You need to wear something to obscure your face. She doesn't seem to be worried about that at all. It doesn't click anything in her head that's like, hmm, this young lady may be up to no good. She just, she's, she just goes along with it. Peter runs out to the barbecue grill to see if his costume that he, that he soaked in lighter fluid and set on fire could be saved. And of course, it's a pile of ash. But Aunt May says, well, you know, your dad had more than one costume. So he she gives him a costume. Faye is freaking out about it. She's like, oh my gosh, is that is that a Spider-Man costume? And again, I'm a little thrown by it. Because now I'm thinking, of course, I find out later in the book that I'm completely wrong. But now I'm thinking, is, is Faye a superhero? And this is Ben and Aunt May's way of just telling Faye, oh, by the way, I'm Spider-Man? I, it just seemed really weird. So they go out and they... She, he finds out that she's, of course, not a superhero. She is a graffiti artist. She's a tagger. And she, she tags businesses with uh, messages of revolution, basically. Like she showed him one place, a supermarket. And uh, I think she tagged, we deserve healthcare or something on it because the market does not provide their employees with healthcare. So she's out, quote unquote, saving the world. And so they go to this place and she needs his help. She's up on his shoulders and she's she's spray painting and the police show up and they run and they wind up in a place where they can't escape. The police are coming. They can't escape. And Ben just says, you know what? I've, I I can do something. I can get, a, get us out of this. And he just shoots some webbing out of his wrist and they go swinging off and he's swinging around like a pro, just like that. Bam, he's suddenly Spider-Man. He knows how to use the webs. He knows how to swing. He's just he's he's not great at it. They run into a billboard, but just like that, he has not only announced to her that he is he is he, he's Spider Man, or his he ends up telling her his dad was Spider Man. But he's swinging around the city with her now. Again, the way that they show that he's not, I guess, good at it is that they run into a billboard, and the billboard features the Hulk, Captain America. And I can't remember who else I know Thor is on there that might be it just those three. I know Iron Man's not on there, but it says something on the on the billboard something to the effect of we remember our heroes or in remembrance of our heroes so that of course is screaming out the fact that these heroes are dead we don't we don't know how some folks with cell phones sees them swinging around and they take some video which ends up on the TV and The guy on the TV who's talking about it mentions that they reached out to Tony Stark, the only survivor, the only surviving member. So all the Avengers apparently are dead. They don't name the Avengers, but they reach out to Tony Stark. The only surviving member is how they put it, who had no comment. And I was listening to a podcast after this first issue came out and the guys on that were wondering, well, why does Peter have a hook for a hand? He's like, he's like, Best friends with Tony Stark wouldn't Tony Stark build him like a robot hand or something and I guess we've this is something has happened something obviously has happened and there and and the Avengers are dead, and Tony Stark doesn't seem to want to talk about it so this is this is probably why Peter doesn't have a robot hand so anyway, Ben goes home he's talking to uh Faye on his phone, and she tells him about um something that's going on downtown the 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 um some building blew up or something. And he decides, she's like, you know, you have to go do something. And he's said, you know, that was, I'm not a superhero. I don't want to do that. And she's like, you know, you, she's the one that basically gives him, you have this responsibility. You can do something good for the world. You need to go out and do it. And so he does, he goes out and he saves a guy who's trapped in the rubble. And then all these these creatures that cadaverous refers to as his children. He, he has seen on the TV that Spider-Man is back and he's very happy about it because then as he says, they can begin again, they can heal, they can get what they need and start over. And so he sends his children after Spider-Man and Spider-Man after rescuing this guy, all these, these, uh, I'm just gonna say, Cadaverous's children come after him. They look like aliens. They look like xenomorph aliens from the movie Aliens, if they were red and gray and had robot parts. That's what they look like. There's, there's no hiding that fact. And so after he's, he's rescued this guy from the rubble, he now has to rescue him from all these creatures, and they're, they're, they're getting away. And he ends up dropping a, a radio tower on all of them, and they get away. And he goes home. And he opens up the front door, and there's his dad, Peter Parker, standing there with Ant-Man. He's like, well, hello, Spider-Man, something like that. Welcome back, Spider-Man. And that's how it ends. So as I said at the beginning, I thought a lot of things happened really fast in this issue. Um, he became Spider-Man really quick, which I, at first I was like, wow, that happened really fast. But I kind I find it kind of refreshing. I've read a lot of books where maybe that wouldn't have happened until the end of freaking issue two or something. But at the same time, a lot of this stuff happening so quickly, I found a bit jarring. Like the fact, again, the fact that Aunt May was perfectly fine with sending Ben off with this strange girl that she's never met before, who's dressed in a costume with a full face mask and is asking Ben to wear something that will hide his face. She seems to have no problem with that. Granted, she raised a kid who became Spider-Man, but that's, you think, I don't know. You would think that that would put her on her toes a little bit more. You think that would make her, you know, yes, the boy could probably defend himself, but that's not the point. Obviously, they were going out to break the law. She did not pick up on that. And a parent would pick up on that. I don't know if J.J. Abrams is so much of a star that he doesn't know how to raise children. But as a parent, if, if, if my son was going out on his first date. Regardless of the fact, if, if, uh, I don't know, if a girl showed up at the door in a costume and said, let's go, wear something that'll obscure your face, I'd, I'd ask questions. Now, you can say that you're assuming that she assumed they were going to a costume party, but she never asks. You think she would at least ask, oh, are you going to a costume party? And the girl would be like, oh, something like that, which would then trigger other red flags, you would think. I just found it really, I found that one part really weird. And I still find it weird that nobody questions the fact that Peter could throw a boy twice his size through a door. I'm not going to let that one go. They need to explain that at some point. You know, even if they got everybody together who witnessed that, who were a part of that, and they all just said, well, we kind of figured. We kind of figured he was Spider Man. There's something about his dad. We kind of figured. You know, we all knew Aunt May. She told us we, we already knew they, we've, we've known for years. Aunt May told everybody kind of like when, when, when we would explain to teachers that our son has autism, you know. By the way, you might have trouble with the boy. His father was Spider-Man. He hasn't manifested any powers yet. But if you see him lifting chairs or lifting tables and desks over his head with the ease of, of, you know, just with the greatest of ease, um, yeah, his super fat powers are manifesting. So just be aware of that. Or they're filling out the enrollment form. Anything we need to know about your child. Yeah, his father was Spider-Man. So, you know, might, might stick to walls. Just, just bear that in mind. If you see the boy hanging from the ceiling by his feet, that's why. So maybe, maybe we'll find that out. I don't know, but I'm still enjoying it. I've enjoyed issue one. I've enjoyed issue two. The art again is just one. It's just wonderful. It's wonderful, gorgeous, beautiful art, great colors. I mean, this is a great team. Sara Pacelli and Dave Stewart. Bam. Perfect team together. Great book. I'd recommend it. Wait for the trade, you know. If you can find the issues, go ahead and get the issues. I mean, if you're a, if you're a comiXology user, you're, you're going to find them out there. Otherwise, I'd say uh, wait for the trade. But uh, so far, it's quite enjoyable. And hey, like I said, it's Friday. So that means you can go out now. You're done with just another fanboy. Your week is done. Enjoy your weekend. Go do stuff that you would do on a weekend. I have to work one of those days. And then the next day, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Why do you care? Anyway, you shouldn't. You shouldn't care. And you probably don't. I'm probably making more out of this than I really necessarily need to. And it's because I'm really horrible at wrapping up. I got to get better at that. Just wrapping it up. Just, I get done. I should get done with the comic talk. And I should just be able to go, all right, that was the issue. I really enjoyed it. And I think you would enjoy it too. So until next time, my name is Steven. And I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. See? Wasn't that easy?